0: Hey, what's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Respectfully Selfish Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Ben Myers. And as we do here at the very beginning, I'd just like to thank everybody from the bottom of my heart. I'm going to express my gratitude to all the people that reach out to me that are going through some really heavy things in their life and express how this podcast has been able to help them look at things just from a different perspective. Um, I'm not here to fix problems. I'm not here to cure everything. I'm just here to offer a different mindset in which we can look at some of the tough things we go through in our life. So thank you to all those people who reached out and please continue reaching out so I can continue to lend a hand and offer any help that I possibly can. And I will help. I'll do my best to help you get through it. Uh, Last week, we talked about Taking accountability for our actions and our thoughts and really anything we can take accountability for without blaming ourselves. So I ask you to look back over this past week and try to pinpoint something you might have taken accountability for and how it might have helped. Now, I don't anticipate in one week that things are going to just magically turn around and everything is going to be clear for all of us, but I want you to take a look back on the past week, maybe something you can take accountability for. I know for me over this last week, I became a victim of old habits um, and I, I was kind of ref- restricting my, my growth. Um, I was relying on that baseline. I was having a tough week. I wasn't kind of able to get into a groove. Um, I was kind of feeling down on myself, so I I was working out a little bit more I continued to just do cardio, cardio, and cardio, and I thought that would help, um, and it didn't, so I tried to take a step back, and instead of blaming, you know, myself for like, okay, well, maybe there's just something wrong, maybe this is something I should get checked out by a doctor, Um, my head's just not in a good space, Um, I was able to open up to my girlfriend and talk about things, and that helped me out a little bit, but what I started doing, I I got back in the gym, I started changing it up, I, I... did some weightlifting, uh, I came home and I played my guitar, I started diving into new music and stuff like that, all stuff I used to do, but as I'm transitioning into living with somebody for the first time in my life, I all those kind of t- took a back seat because I put her first, I put you know this transition first and all the things I'm trying to do first, and those kind of got lost in the, by, in the wayside, so... What I was able to do is take accountability and understand it was nobody else's fault but my own. Um, I was not doing things that I used to do. It just took a little bit longer for me to figure out what I needed to be doing. So uh, that that's my example of how I was taking accountability of myself, um, my actions, and why I was feeling how I was feeling. Um, and I also asked last week um, if anybody had any ideas for you know, like a little segment we could do on here just because I want to help the masses go through as much as I can with specific problems or specific issues you might be going through. And my sister actually reached out to me and recommended I go look at a perspective. I I can't remember the exact detail, but she was able to spark uh, a thought of mine. And I want to kind of create a segment of how to get selfish. So I'm going to take examples that people are willing to share with me, uh, maybe touch base, and I will just try to, generalize it to the public so i won't be mentioning names or anything like that unless you would like me to um and i will just offer my perspective on it and how i would think about it how i would go through it and then um hopefully that can touch the lives of other people going through similar things so it's not just me helping it's also the people that are going through stuff that are also helping everybody um that are going through the similar things so I'm going to start that next week since I obviously don't have any specifics right now and I don't want to make anything up to pander to you guys. So uh, next week we're going to start with some maybe specific problems that we're all going through in our daily lives and I'll be able to pick one out and I'll continue to just uh, accumulate them and pick which one is the most relatable for that week or even if it's not if I feel like it touches a really good topic, then we'll just move from there and talk about it. That's like I always say, this is what this is about, just a place to talk about some things we're all going through. It doesn't have to be too major, too small. Um, every problem's a problem. So let's, let's get working on it. Let's start submitting those ideas. And I'm sure I'll put a link in um, one of my either posts or pictures or anything like that so we can start submitting, maybe even do a poll on Instagram or something like that. Alright, so let's move on. This episode is called Obligations and Commitments. And the first thing I want to talk about is how we can recognize the difference between obligations and commitments. Uh, The first thing before we even get into that is knowing that this is going to look different for everybody. What's an obligation and a commitment for me is not going to be an obligation and a commitment for my girlfriend, my best friends, my other friends. So that's where the expectation setting and taking accountability all does tie into this because it's understanding that an obligation to me is not an obligation to somebody else. Uh, So we can't hold people to our definitions and expectations of obligations and commitments. So the way I look at obligation is it's that feeling of having to do something because you don't want to disappoint someone. So a good example of that is you've had a hell of a week. All you've been doing is going into work, working your tail off, feeling like you're getting beat up and you come home and you committed to going to your friend's house after work just to kind of hang out, maybe enjoy some wine, um, gossip a little bit. But the sheer thought of that makes you just sigh and be like, Oh my God, that is just the last thing I want to do right now. That is an obligation. So another one could be going out on a Saturday night when you don't want to, you know, you you had that hell of a week, you got beat up all week, or you just don't feel like doing it. You don't have to go. You can, if you've refined that circle of yours, you can reach out to those people and be like, Hey, I'm really not feeling doing this right now. Uh, maybe we can try something else or maybe we can just you know catch up another day because right now i'm just running on empty and i need to you know refill this tank of mine um and as i mentioned too obligation hides behind that sigh or grunt every time you think of doing that activity so it's it is you sit there and you're like oh my god i do not want to do this and it's just like oh don't do it (laughs) you don't have to um a lot of times The guilt of breaking plans is the reason we go through with 90% of our plans. It's having to send that text message or make that phone call and tell someone, hey, I really don't want to hang out with you right now because we think people are going to take that personally, that we broke some sacred oath that, oh my gosh, we are going to do this. Remember, this is respectfully selfish. You're taking care of yourself, making sure your mental health and your mental clarity is spot on because those days of, constantly doing what other people want you to do or you feel obligated to do they add up and when it becomes those worst of worst days that you just can't get out of your funk you're going to wish you had that time to put back into yourself instead of all that energy and time you gave to other people so think about that everyone isn't relying and counting on you you're not the star quarterback of of everybody's life. You're, you're a role player. You're somebody who does help them out, and you are somebody who does hopefully propel them to achieve their goals and achieve their mental clarity and stuff like that. But they can't always rely on you, and you can't feel that burden all the time. You have to understand you have to take care of yourself just as much as they have to take care of theirs. Um and most of the time, we never wanted to go to these things in the first place. We just felt bad saying no. So you knew from the very, very start when someone asked you, hey, we're going to so-and-so's birthday next party. I know you're not big a big fan of them or you're not good friends with them, but uh, we'd love to have you go. And you just, instead of saying no, you're just so used to saying yes to everything because you get, an, uh, you get a response from them that you want to hear and you don't want confrontation. So understand that these are obligations obligations are the things you don't want to do they're not really adding value to yourself or other people it's just kind of things to pass the time it's things that are arbitrary that are stuff that you just wouldn't do yourself it's just other people's lives and their plans and they're just inviting you to do it and whether you want to go or not that's up to you don't feel obligated to always please other people So with that being obligation, let's talk a little bit about commitment and like I said, my commitments are going to look different than yours and other people's are going to look different than mine. So don't take my word as gospel, just relate this to how it works in your world. Like I said, it's not all what I say. It's not all how I do things. It's trying to be relatable to you. So take these things and relate them to your life. I define commitment as dedicating your time to things that support the health and happiness of you and those who are in your circle. So I think that's a good one. So I'll read it again. Dedicating your time to things that support the health and happiness of you and those who are in your circle. So obviously a big part of this is you have to have refined your circle, at least be in the process of refining because the more narrow your circle is, the easier it is to identify things as a commitment rather than an obligation. So let's think of an example here. So I know a lot of places are doing the walk to end Alzheimer's. I used to be a marketing director and a programming director for a place called Arden Courts in Allentown, Pennsylvania, and they're up and down the East Coast. So if anyone is suffering or knows somebody suffering from a dementia and is looking for you know kind of some long term care, I, I do highly recommend them. This is not a paid ad by any means, <laughs> um, but I just I strongly believe in what they and what they do. So I know they just recently. Had the walk to end Alzheimer's at the Steel Sacks in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, and an example of commitment would be if I asked somebody to go on that walk with me, and they knew nothing about Alzheimer's. Um, and I can tell you firsthand, no one knows anything about Alzheimer's until it directly affects you, your family, or somebody you know. Um, I know before I ever got into art and courts i didn't have the slightest clue about alzheimer's i just thought it was you forget stuff sometimes (laughs) um but it's not the case at all so i can't hold people to my expectations of now understanding what the disease does and like hey you know jump on my back let's go on let's go on this walk together because some people just don't understand it and that's okay um but committing to somebody who wants to do that is different so if i was to ask somebody to go with me they might not know about alzheimer's or anything like that but they support me and my cause so that's more of a commitment you're committed to somebody and they know that that's going to make me happy because i'm trying to help as much as i can for alzheimer's awareness and help in any way i can so it's like that it's understanding that That might be an obligation for some people saying, I can't believe I said yes to go to the stupid walk. I don't even know what it's about. I won't know anybody there. I wonder if I can drink before I go. If you're asking and having that internal dialogue before you do something and you're already just berating it before you do it, that's an obligation. A commitment is, I can't wait to go with this person. It's going to be them in their element. They're going to be so happy. They're going to help so many people. They're doing this. You're doing it for that person, and you're going to take away from it too because you're supporting the people you love and care about. Uh, Like It may not affect you directly. You might not know anybody, for the example of somebody suffering through Alzheimer's and dementia and stuff like that. It just affects the person you care about. So you want to do as much as you can for that person. That's why it's so important to refine that circle and not stretch yourself so thin amongst a wide range of people that might not be filling your tank back up while you're emptying it for them. You know what I mean? Because commitment should help you fill your tank back up. It doesn't mean directly doing things for yourself every time. It's, for me, helping people I care about. I know I could be having the worst day possible, but if somebody else is going through it, I enjoy helping them. That helps me knowing that I'm helping somebody else. So why do we get these two things confused? Obligation and commitments, they, they sound like almost synonyms, right? Well, it's because we didn't refine our circle. It's we didn't start pinpointing who we want closest to us and who we spend our time and energy on. Or who influences us during big decisions or anything like that. We get stretched too thin. Uh, If we have so many people we're trying to please and hang out with on a regular basis, we don't leave time for us. So everything does feel like an obligation. Everything we want to do for ourselves, we can't because we're doing something for somebody we haven't seen in a couple weeks or haven't talked to in a couple years. And we really aren't, you know, tight anymore. It's that doesn't mean they're not important but we have to understand when you refine your circle it's okay to take that time for yourself and say no to these obligations and make more commitments we've created the habit of wanting to please everybody right we've we want to be that that yes man we want to be that person to always be down a ride or die we'll do anything you want to do because we're that person we don't we don't want to let anybody down but in reality We're just trying to do too much because there's something we are struggling to work through ourselves. And I'll give you a quick personal example is when me and my college girlfriend broke up, I think we were together for about three years. um, I was a wreck, right? So I made my, I made my personal decision that I was going to be a yes man. I literally watched the movie. Yes, man with Jim Carrey. And I said, I'm going to do that. So I can just take my mind off of things. I can go and do whatever it is that people are doing and just immerse myself in something else because I don't like what I look like from the inside. So I just said yes to everything. Hey, we're going out on a Thursday night. Yes. Hey, we're going drinking on a Tuesday. Yes. Hey, we're going to New York on Sunday. Yes. Everything. And I mean, there was no activity too outrageous that I, that I wouldn't have said yes to. But what ended up happening, while I think that was good to you know, get myself back out there and do some things, I wasn't working through what I was going through. I was trying to mask it. I was trying to avoid it. I was trying to run from it. And I never addressed the issue. So what happened was I compounded all these other issues that I just kept saying yes to. I kept going to do things with people I wouldn't normally do things with. I started immersing myself in their drama, in their lives. I started getting further and further away from myself, and I wasn't able to refine that circle because I've just spread myself so thin over everyone and anything. So I I encourage you to really look inside on that and understand, are you just doing things because there's something you're struggling to work through yourself? And that's really hard because you don't always know it, unless you ask yourself it. So please, please ask yourself, is there something you're trying to work through and you can't, and you're just trying to mask it by doing other things? So I'm going to talk about two um, is how do we separate obligation and commitments? Um, I've been talking about it a lot on this episode. Refine your circle to people that return your time and energy. It's simple. You might be trying to go through that right now since you started listening Uh, to respectfully selfish and hopefully it's going well for you but it's going to you're going to feel like you upset some people that you're not as reliable as they once thought you were and everything like that but remember people don't take accountability for themselves as much as they should so they're trying to display all of their personal struggles and their problems on you since you're not coming around anymore so remember your inner circle should be with the people that return your time and energy and put that energy back into your tank. And I encourage you to go back and listen to the circle you keep. That's where I really talk about it more in uh, more in detail. And so if you go back a few episodes, it's called the circle you keep uh, next thing is start getting selective with things you do say yes to. And this is coming from a former yes, man. Um, don't say yes to everything. Understand that there's consequences and repercussions of the things you do say yes to. Um, you might be going through some major things in your life and you want to get out of them and you just want to, you know, immerse yourself in a different world, and that's it's okay to feel like you want to run. I encourage you to address it head on and with a, a healthy mindset and understand that those things you do say yes to are going to have the same consequences as a thing that you're going through. So don't run Try, try to settle settle down with yourself and understand what you're trying to work through. And here's, here's a big one. Evaluate why you are doing these things. So ask yourself these questions. What's the value to me or my circle by doing this? Am I going to better myself? Am I going to better somebody else? Is this going to affect the happiness or the mental health of me or those around me? Am I running from a personal issue? Is... You know, the loss of a loved one or the loss of a previous relationship preventing me from doing these things I once did like to do. So now I'm trying to do other things because I don't like associating those things I once loved with somebody. Or is it just the guilt of letting people down? I think that's a a big one for all of us. I think that is the most relatable for all of us is we all understand we don't want to be the person to let people down. When you go through a breakup... You feel guilty breaking up because you're letting someone's world down you feel like Understand there's a a nice and respectful way to do everything So whether it be breaking up with somebody or choosing to spend less time with a family member Or cutting people out of your life completely These are all okay things to do If you do them respectfully So it's not berating people It's not shit talking people It's not going behind people's back and telling all their secrets It's understanding that these people once had trust in you and you once have trust in them. And if you handle your situations in a respectful manner, I promise you down the road, you will feel much better about it than when you didn't, you'll be able to look yourself in the mirror and tell yourself you did things the right way. And that's what I encourage. And I'm going to leave you with this. Um, One, the best way I was able to separate obligations and commitment. It's when I'm feeling overwhelmed, I have to start saying yes less. I need to say yes to myself more, but I can't keep saying yes to other people. I have to start getting comfortable saying no and finding my, my respectful ways to say no. And most of the time, it's just being honest with people because I've now surrounded myself with people I can be honest with. If I don't want to go to somebody's house for game night, I'm able just to be like, hey, I'm not feeling it. I, you know, I'm just a little anxious today. And, I'll, and you know what's the best part about having that refined circle is um, I, I've t- I talk about Joe a lot on this podcast because he's a real good friend of mine. Um, if I say I can't go because I'm feeling anxious, when you refine your circle and surround yourself with the right people, they don't get angry that you can't go to their game night they turn around and ask, what are you anxious about and how can I help? And that is full circle, respectfully selfish. These first six episodes all tie together. So understand when you refine that circle, you start separating obligations and commitments. You start taking accountability for yourself. uh, You stop acting in your own skin. All these things, they connect. So guys, Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Um, I feel good about it. I feel good. I feel even better that I'm able to start connecting with some more people. Um, I'm on a huge video overload right now. I'm trying to overhaul as much video as I can to start making this personal brand and business as big as it can get. And I'm trying to do it all in the right way. So thank you so much for those loves and the the support. Um, Those loves. (laughs) All the love and support. Uh, it's so, so overwhelming that I can't thank you guys enough. Um, as always, if there's anything I can do, pop into my DM, send me a text message an email, head over to respectfullyselfish.com and get on my emailing list. All the way at the bottom. You can just input your email. Um, and please actually DM me and let me know of some things you're going through and you'd like me to talk about on getting selfish with Ben. I think that's what I said. Hold on, let me turn back. <laughs> um, how to get selfish. We'll call it that. How to get salvage. So, guys, thank you so much. I uh, love you all. And if there's anything I can help with, just feel free to reach out. All right? Take care, guys. Love you. Bye.